Welcome to another episode of the Therapy Hour. I'm John George, one of your uh, one of your uh, per- person, uh, one of your patients, I guess. Uh, and I'm alongside Michael Carey, who is another one of our our patients here on this uh, Therapy Hour podcast episode. Um, yeah, Michael, we we both uh, we had some sad weeks here, and obviously we we took a week off as well because I was super busy, and you lost that week too. So I think you're even you're even more hurt than me more sad i mean there's just going to be a lot of a lot of frustration angst anger sadness in this podcast episode i can tell already yeah so much frustration um i have been uh downright depressed after two very poor weeks i got off to an amazing five and oh start i was really tooting my own horn on this podcast (laughs) i have been down i've been brought back down to earth the last couple weeks, tough losses to two very good teams, and uh, it was not fun. But here I am. I'm still five and two. You are four and three. We have competitiveness in this league. Every team has multiple losses seven weeks in. That is the one bright spot here, John. Let's oh. look at the good side of things. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't like looking at the standings, so I kind of just avoid those um, because it's really ugly to look at right now i would really like to be a part of this big five and two cluster but i'm just sitting at four and three on the outside (laughs) looking in it's real embarrassing for me of course uh most points for by about 50 56 points um but i still will sit in six as is tradition for me besides last year last year was the only year I, i didn't do that um well the good thing about group therapy is that we can all kind of express our feelings, John. We can all kind of say what's going on, what's on our minds. At least for you, you look at this week, and you're like, well, I'm going to bounce back. (laughs) For me, I look at this week, and I say, I'm probably going to get my face thrown back into the dirt. I'm going to try to get up, and then Quinn's going to pick me up and throw me back into the mud. So, you know, the good and the bad. Yeah, you especially don't like to see when you have to have that guy M. Sanders in your lineup. That's a rough... You know that's going to be a rough week. I I don't even think he is going to be in my lineup. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to play. I think it's Kadarius Tony time, yeah. which is really tough. <laughs> it's extremely difficult to see. Uh yeah, I think Kadarius Tony's going in. It, it's been a tough few weeks. Obviously, I had uh, the loss to Anthony a few weeks ago in what was a closer game. And then this week, I I had a great start to the week with my play of Dearness Johnston. Yeah. But then everybody else was like, oh, Dearness did it. We're, we're good, right? <laughs> Especially Sam Darnold, who came out and gave me a whopping three points while all my old players just destroyed me. Thanks a lot, Jack, for having my old players just throw me down. (laughs) Very, very awful week. I mean, Darnold did so bad there looking to trade for Deshaun Watson, so. Mid-game. (laughs) Mid-game. They're like, we don't even care if you can't play. Yeah. 
Get him. We'll run the wildcat. Here, just take him. Please. <laughs> someone someone take Darnold. Uh, yeah, I mean, a rough, uh, definitely a rough week. I, this is, I, I, this week overall, not just in this league, hated it so much in every single one of my leagues. One of my, one of my other dynasty leagues, entire bench injured or on a bye. Literally entire bench. I started like, I had to pick Bray, Cameron Braid up and just like throw him in or else I would have not had a complete lineup. And I still beat Tom. <laughs> and I, I'm very excited about that. My team is so bad in that league because I have like CEH and Saquon who both are injured. Um, it's, it's, it's been a rough, like my entire team's injured. And then in my family fantasy league, it was, I was facing the other best team where both, we were both um, five and one. And I just had my entire bench was on by. And then Antonio Brown announced that he was out. I had to legit pick up, and I had to drop Chenault, who I did not want to drop. I was like, I want to keep Chenault, but I have to drop him to start someone. And I picked up some garbage player who did nothing for me, and then I ended up losing. So I should have just started some buy player in the end. Like, I just hated this week. I, for some reason, I owned every player that was on buy, every player that was injured in every league. Hated it. Wow, I, I didn't realize you were just going to use this podcast just to vent and talk about your other fantasy this is leagues. therapy, all right? <laughs> I think oh, I should, yeah, it's therapy hour. I think I should oh, quit. Okay, so. Honestly, I think I should quit my profession and move in. There needs to be like a therapist specific for fantasy football because it's it, it screws up your head pretty badly, all right? I could, I could go to my therapist twice a week just for fantasy football stuff, but she doesn't understand <laughs> fantasy football, you know? <laughs> Could you imagine? You walk in. So what's going on this week? Well, Sam Darnold <laughs> scored three points in fantasy, and I lost by 14. Can you explain this to me? No, I can't. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean here. See, that's why we need special therapists that are like, yeah, I know, like in my league, I... Yeah, I had tons of buys. I had to start like Ryan Tannehill. It was awful. He did better than Darnold, of course, so I can't relate. But Everyone did better than Darnold except <laughs> Zach Wilson. Yeah, because Zach Wilson got injured. Alex and I are both sitting here like, if only we just had quarterbacks to play, we probably could have won. Yeah. And instead, we, did not, we were not able to pull off upsets. Um Alex, yeah, if he didn't score two points from his quarterback position, maybe he could have pulled it off against Chris. Anyway, well, we've um, we vented a little bit about ourselves. I think it's time to get down to the power rankings. Oh, wait, I also just realized that if I wasn't an idiot and when I heard that Waller was hurt and that he was hurt bad, I should have just put Uzoma in. Why did I not do that? Why was I like, I'm holding out on Waller? Waller might play. Because if I would have put Uzoma uh, in, I would have won. I would have won the game. You would have won big time. Uzoma's pretty good. Yeah, he's starting this week. So, All right. Okay, John, uh, let's start. Number 10, the bottom of the bottom. Who you got? Nick. Same. Yeah. Yep. To the, <laughs> Nick's gotten this bad to the point where a tank man, a man who is tanking, um, we both have just still better than him. we have both decided the tank man, the man who wants to lose, does not deserve to be at the bottom because there's someone worse. Um, yeah, Nick's looking bad. I mean, Brian Edwards had a good week. There's that. 
besides that, I mean, <laughs> you, you had to start McKinnon. That's sad. Um, ugh, yeah, I don't know, man. Not, not much positive yeah. about this. Uh, There's roster. very little to say. This team is trash. Uh, this team might be worse than Alex's mm. in terms of like overall outlook. Because this team is not getting younger. This team is getting older, and it's getting worse. Um, the only positives he has on his bench still left are Kareem Hunt, Travis Etienne. There's some hope there. And then the distant hope and dream that Will Fuller gets to Sean Watson. Everything else besides Lamar Jackson is... Um, and maybe Bobby Trees to an extent. I think they're all just trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. But Odell Beckham Jr. is dead. This man has been dead for years. And <laughs> I remember I talked to Nick about this in the offseason. And he goes, no, Odell's coming back. He still has the talent. He can still do what I need him to do. Like He's going to be a top 25 wide receiver. You were almost right. He's 75th. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's your wide receiver guy. Okay. Really close. Um, really, really close. Really oh, yeah. close. Oh, yeah. By the um, way, we we might as well mention as well, Nick um, joined Jack as one of the two first teams to get a strike as well. So congrats to both those teams. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, they yeah. got strikes? Yep, they got strikes. Nick um, Nick was a little more – Nick's was definitely um, worse than Jack's. Uh, Nick definitely deserves a strike. Uh, he had Murray in his starting lineup. I had to put McKinnon in for him, um, who had been injured two days prior to Sunday. Um, so he had a oh had, okay, it wasn't like a day of thing. Yeah, no, he had a long time to take a injured player out of his lineup. Didn't do so. So Enforcing I did text rules. Jack and reminded him about uh, Antonio Brown being out, but he to didn't. which he never texted me back, but still changed his lineup. Nice. I was trying to be nice, <laughs> and he still just didn't text me back. Yeah, I that's mean, fine. Yeah, I was I, a little better. About I that. added him about um, Devontae Parker being out. He didn't. He, he didn't get the at. So he did not. So Zach Pascal got in for him. Yeah, didn't matter. And he still beat me. Yeah, <laughs> didn't matter. Okay, uh, number nine. Uh, I put Tank Man here at number nine. Uh, He's doing well for what he wants to do. This is what I want to talk about. John, we really dropped the ball with Jamar Chase as a league. <laughs> yep. I mean, we hated this man. He fell to fourth in our rookie draft. He should be number one. He should have been number one. We're idiots. Najee's amazing. Najee and Jamar are both probably top ten assets in Dynasty. But Jamar should have been number one. We're idiots. Good for Tom. He's got him. He's got a young team. He can rebuild around these guys. I'm excited for Tom. I'm sure he's excited about these people. And he's got like... He's got five picks in the top 20 next year. Yeah. Incredible job by Tom in the tanking. He's number nine. I just want to give him the compliments there. Uh, On a negative though, Justin Fields... Oh, bad. This man is not good at football. <laughs> bad. Ugh. All right. Tom's not my number nine. I have what? Alex at number nine. The disrespect. I'm going to get to Tom and the reason why he's not at number nine because he doesn't deserve to be. But Alex, he's at number nine. Um, he still had a good week besides his quarterback, like you mentioned. But I still think, like, like, this league's just good this year. I still think the people I'm comparing him to, in 
Charlie and Tom, like have comparable teams to him for sure, and they're all super close. Um, but I'm gonna put Alex here for now. Uh, he's a team that like he didn't get hit by injuries really or buys this week, so um, kind of sad that he lost. He was facing Chris, who also didn't really hit get get hit by too many buys or injuries either. Um, he could have won if he had a quarterback to put in. That that was the biggest buy that he was missing out on, Kirk Cousins. Um, but still, like, impressive that Alex is able. He's got two wins. He's able to put up, like, a, a lot of points with this team. It's pretty nuts. Zach Ertz looks good um, on the Cardinals as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've got Alex at seven, or at eight, rather, so I can talk about him here. Um, I like what I'm seeing out of his team. I think he's finally – he's finding some pieces that he can play. Uh, Cordero Patterson continues to really impress. I think this is a guy – I still think you need to sell him, but it, the longer you wait, the more you might get for him, honestly, because yeah. he's showing consistency here. Um, obviously, Hollywood Brown is doing amazing. Alex is slowly rebuilding this team. Michael Pittman looks really good. He's now a top 20 receiver. Um not to mention he's got some people on his bench, too, that are respectable. Uh, obviously, he did miss the quarterback position a lot this week, like you said. Um, but he's got Zach Ertz now. And Zach Ertz is back, apparently. <laughs> this is another guy I would sell. I think I would package Ertz and Patterson and go get something pretty nice. Yeah, I uh, think If that's I was smart. Alex, I'd try to do that. I think but, that is very smart. So I, I like what Alex is doing. I, I think he's getting better. I think outside of the quarterback position, he's actually really filling in a nice roster, and he's got some picks next year to uh, keep bolstering it. So I, I've got Alex here at eight. I really like what the direction he's going, and yeah. I think he continues to trend up for me. Yeah, beginning of a rebuild, to be to be sure. Like I'm just happy there's a semblance of like, okay, this team's getting better because before it was just obviously just consistently bad but now we we got some hope and there is going to be ups and downs for him yeah with this i really do think i mean he doesn't have game breakers but he's got guys that if they pop off together like this week like if kirk cousins is in he has a very good shot of beating what's probably the best team in the league yeah so that that's really cool to see out of alex from a team where he was last year and the year before yeah definitely um all right my number eight's charlie he had a, uh, obviously, his best week of the year, um, scoring disrespect. the most. Yeah, a little bit of a disrespect move for me. Um, <laughs> Got to shit talk him even after he just beat me, right? Uh, yeah, no, he, he had a great week. Um, and probably, would, I mean, he, he would beat the entire league, probably would beat me without my buys anyways. Like, yeah, Robert Tanyan had a great week. Metcalf had practically just one catch, and that's all he needed to beat me anyways. Uh, Michael Carter actually was a decent start and um, in a spot where he, he needed someone there this week, and that's good. Godwin consistently kept up with Evans during our matchup, which frustrated me. And then uh, Damon Harris obviously just went nuts, man. Um, I mean, there's everyone just wants revenge, right, Michael? And Damian Harris getting revenge on me. He really me. wanted it. Getting yep. revenge on me for trading him, of course. And I get that. Uh, Charlie is my seven. 
Uh, so I can piggyback there. I, I'm amazed at how high you've put Tankman now. Very impressive. Um, no, I really like what Charlie has put together here. I think you're seeing that this should not be a 1-6 team. Obviously, this week kind of proved it. You look at this lineup, and outside of probably, you know, you say Kenyon Drake, it wasn't a fluke. Like, Damian Harris is good back. He's on a poor-to-average offense, but he's a good back. Godwin and Metcalf are obviously good. Michael Carter is finally living up to potential. I mean, you can't argue with nine targets. That's awesome out of a running back. So um, I, I think he's really putting this together. He's got Tua Tagovailoa on his bench, and I think Tua's starting to really look good, mm-hmm. I, I believe. I think he's finally coming into it. Um, I know every week you hear trade talks about this guy, and that kind of frustrates me, but watch out for Charlie. I still think this is a team that can make a run. Yeah, I mean, he just beat me. Like, he can beat anyone. It doesn't matter if Week 7, like, sucked for buys and stuff. Like, he still put up 140, scored the most in the league, so... Pop off, pop off potential there for sure. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Tank Man, my number seven, uh, and I'm mainly putting them here for league notice. Uh, I really want people. I, 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 we are the media, you know. We kind of control the narrative here, Michael. So I'm going to use my powers here uh, to really control the narrative on Tank Man here and let everyone know <laughs> this team is insane. In a year where he's tanking, like he every week he has to be like. I don't want to win, but I might win again because <laughs> Jamar Chase is insane. Joe Burrow is looking really good. Javante Williams putting up in, putting up great numbers, um, and he still is going head-to-head with Melvin Gordon each week. Uh, I, I mean, Tom barely squeaked out a, a nice loss here against Anthony, but he, he had players like Ridley and Hawkinson and... Robbie Anderson and Callaway, who all could have done much better this week. Like, I still think he just, when I look at a starting lineup, I'm like, okay, these are like legitimately good players that he could pull out a win randomly. And of course, he still had Claypool on by. Um, Knox, who he's been starting at, he started at Flex last week, I think. So, yeah, um, I, I don't know. Tom, he's got tons of picks. I don't care if he has injuries or whatever. He's still like, this is just looking so good for him um, going forward. Uh, yeah, he's made some great trades, um, trick people he's tanking, but in reality, he's he's, uh, he's he's going for it. He's the best team in this league, I swear. <laughs> he's the best team in the league. <laughs> he's just going to turn it around any minute now yeah. and just be like, oh, wait, by the way, guys, I'm going for it this year. Watch <laughs> out. He could do it. He could definitely do it. He- he really could. I mean, I mean, not this year, but next year he he could turn around. This could be like the fastest turnaround from last to first, kind of like, uh, or you know, we had first to last. But anyway, this could be last to first. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, except it's not so, as it's not as impressive because it's just because all of his players are injured mainly. But yeah, um, still impressive. All right. But no, this team's good. Um, I I put him where he wants to be. He wants to fly under the radar. So Tom, I'm sorry that John's putting you on yeah, notice. No, putting everyone on notice. So rude. I don't. Want, I don't want Tom to be sneaking around hour. making making trades and stuff. And everyone's like, "Yeah, Tom's the worst team in the league. He's bad." No, it's fine. I can good. just give him these. I guys. could. I could just give him whoever. Like this guy's bad. No, he's good. All right. This guy is a great organization. He's he's a champion in this league. All right. He's a champion. He is a champion. He's a very good manager. <laughs> he he is tanking harder than anybody has tanked in the past. 
mm-hmm. and besides himself, I guess. <laughs> and he's doing a damn good job of it. Yeah, definitely. He really is. Right. Uh, yeah, you got to give your hats off to him. Um, Javante Williams looks better and better every week. He, he's going to get running backs in this class that's coming in. This is a good running back class. I'm going to let you all know. Kenneth Walker is ranked sixth in this running back class, which I think is ridiculous. But still, if he's sixth, this is a damn good running back <laughs> class. Yep. So, so anyway. So give me your um, first. Everyone give me your first. Thank you. Everyone give John your first. Okay, so I will give you my sixth now, which is me. Uh, I think this team is kind of falling apart. This is not a great team right now. I uh, Antonio Gibson is not right. You can see it watching him play. The last few weeks, he's been pretty bad. Even the last three weeks, he has not been good. And I don't think it's him as much as he's he's just hurt. Like it's He's not getting the usage in the passing game, and I think that's a testament to his injury more than his skill. So I, I think the rest of this year, he's kind of a risky play. He could go and score a couple touchdowns, but he's going to be very touchdown dependent in what's not a great offensive line, doesn't have a good quarterback, so they load the box. Anyway, um, nah, this team is just not doing what I expected. Obviously, I have some injuries. This is where I'm really missing J.K. Dobbins, because Dobbins is a guy that could really fill in some gaps for me here. Um, Clyde is hurt. Sanders, <laughs> don't even talk to me. I don't even know what's going on Boston here. Scott I, I can't even trade scored him. a touchdown. Boston Scott, this man. <laughs> <sighs> Sanders got hurt, yeah, and he then did. he just was out the rest of the game. <laughs> but I, that doesn't even make a difference. I still w- won't play him. I, I don't even know what to do. I can't trade him. There's no value right now. No. Like I have no clue what to ha- what's going to happen. Either he's going to bounce back somehow, or this man is just going to fall off a cliff and be dead. Yeah. He might, he <sighs> what might, a shame. He might just be a bust. He might be a bust. Like a two-year like decent player and then a bust. Kind of like a Jordan Howard or something. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, uh, the lone bright spot on this team is probably Mike Gesicki. He is the tight end three on the season. He is doing some things. And finally, like I've been waiting for this for years. Like Kittle could come back and he, he probably won't start for me right now. Like Gesicki, the last – Three weeks, or let's go back since week three, 12 targets, six targets, seven, nine, eight. Like, he's scored in two of those weeks, and the other weeks he's still done well. He had a week with 115 yards. Like, Gesicki is the guy, um, finally. Thank goodness. So, that's my lone bright spot. Everything else is crap. Devontae Adams has COVID, <laughs> so my best player's out. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Quinn's going to beat me this week. It's going to suck. Yeah, I got you at six as well, Michael. I mean, this is just a case of, like, your team is, like, top three talent-wise, but you you just got so many injuries or COVID and all this bad stuff happening to you. And Tyree Kill doesn't have a court, like, has an awful quarterback. He needs to get a better quarterback. Um, And Tyree Kill. Yeah, who's this guy throwing to Tyree Kill? Where's Patrick Mahomes? We need, like, a, he needs an actual quarterback, all right? Um, <laughs> like Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah, trade for Carson Wentz. Mahomes for Wentz. Straight up. I think that would be Straight up. Uh, yeah, no, it, this is just an injury-riddled team right now. And unfortunately, Michael, you just don't have as much depth as like someone like me or Chris to fill those injuries. Um, if you did, you, you probably would still be up in the top three. But yeah, the, the depth isn't there. And your depth has injuries as well. So just... It's a bit rough right now for you, for sure. 
Yeah, here's the rough thing is I I built like my bench on like who I should own if my players went out. The problem is all the people that I was ready for are either also injured <laughs> or aren't getting the time because the players are still playing. Like my best handcuff would be like an AJ Dillon, but Aaron Jones is fine. He's just not doing as well right now. Like Jarrett Patterson is on my bench, but Gibson's still kind of playing. Yeah. So it just sucks. Yeah. I, I was trying to be ready for this. Gus Edwards obviously tore his ACL too. So, like, all this depth that I supposedly had yeah. doesn't even make a difference. Yeah, that's rough. I, I don't know. I think you hope they realize, okay, maybe we need to set Gibson for like a month. And then you just, if you get him back fantasy playoffs, like healthy, that'd be nice. Oh, I could be, I could be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he's great, obviously, when he's not injured. He clearly has an injury where he should be not playing football. Um, right. So, anyway, uh, next I have Jack at number uh, five. Jack's done a good job. He's been better than me the last few weeks, so I think he deserved the jump. This is a team that has a ton of depth. Um, really good. I mean, good wide receivers. Best tight end in the league. Jonathan Taylor is really coming into his own now. The last four weeks has been awesome, as we all knew he would. Um, this team has depth. This team has um, good quarterback play. There's not much to really look at this team and be like, that's a weakness. So he's at five. He could be as high as, like, two for me. He's really good. Yeah, the issue is, like, the top six is nuts, Michael. Like, this is insane. Like, we're putting – I'm also putting Jack here. We're putting a team who's won four games in a row – is like as hot as ever, looking so good. All his players looking nuts, and we're putting them at five. And that's just <laughs> that's just how good this league is this year. This, I, it's great. It's so great. So much fun. Um, it, it's it's rough if you're up there for sure to to be in this battle, but um, it's fun. Uh, so he's he's got a great team, obviously. DJ Moore, Debo Samuel. I mean, if DJ Moore had a better quarterback, people were like, because Watson was possibly going to Carolina. Imagine Watson to DJ Moore. That'd be nice. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but it's looking, based off the latest rumor, it looks like Miami and Houston have a deal done, but Miami won't accept it until they know for sure Watson will play this, this year. So this year yeah so they're so it's not gonna yeah, be that's accepted. not happening it's not gonna be accepted <laughs> no yeah um that's funny yeah uh but yeah uh great great team here from jack four wins in a row it's, it's looking great here um and he's got tank man next week so he could make it an easy five i think it's gonna be an easy five yep agreed he's done a great job he stayed the course um even though he got a strike. As I've said before, it hurts to see all these old players of mine just destroy me. It's not fun. Not what do you want to see. Yeah, true. Uh, number four for me is the Turbo Team, Anthony. Um, he's won two in a row now. He got a big win uh, last week over Tank Man in an epic matchup that could have gone the other way, and he beat me the week before that. So Anthony has got a great team. He's got Nick Chubb coming back. Um, obviously... Najee has been great. Man, if only this guy had a quarterback, right? <laughs> yeah, if only he had a quarterback. I, this no-name Mahomes dude. I I would hate to have to start Never him. Never heard of him. I have to have to start this guy. Yeah, I would hate to have to start him too. Um, 
Anthony's doing what he did when he started out being good in this league, which is finding a running back out of nowhere that's kind of coming in. I don't mean to rub salt in the wound, John, but Elijah Mitchell is a consistent start play for Anthony's team. He's a good back. He's fast. He's a lot like Mostert. And the uh, last thing to say is Kyle Pitts, is he's here, man. As I've, I've predicted for a while, this guy's fantastic. He... <laughs> what can we say? He's going to be a top tight end in this league for years. So pretty awesome for Anthony. This is a very strong team with a good chance to beat Chris this week. Yeah. Uh, also got Anthony here. Uh, Mitchell's a fluke. Uh, biggest fluke I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Uh, no, he, I, this is what I get for um, my Robinson draft pick. It's got to, it's got to be the reverse, you know, it's got to catch up to me here. Um, yeah, you're getting the karma for it. Yeah, definitely. I got Robinson last year. This year, my first round pick sucks. So I'm counting. I took Robinson in the first round this year. That's what I'm going to say. I don't know this Sermon guy. Never heard of him. You took him in the fourth last year. Yeah, I took Sermon in the fourth last year. He was, I just like took him. Kinda, good handcuff. Kind of just keeping him just in case, you know, like everyone gets injured on the 49ers. He could be good or whatever, but. Obviously. Yeah, handcuff guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Anthony wants sermon, I I'll trade him. I'll trade him. You know, Mitchell might get hurt. He might want sermon. <laughs> wow, what a pick by you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just fantastic to have that have that draft capital there. You know, uh, yeah. Anthony, yep. Anthony's team's good. Obviously, barely. I mean, you love barely sneaking out a win here when you got uh, Najee and Stefan Diggs on by and Chubb out for sure. Uh, you love sneaking out a win here. I'm very jealous, actually, of Anthony uh, that he was able to get a win here. Uh, so rough week, but it was mainly because he had those buys and Patrick Mahomes had a bad week. So still really good. Yeah, the locket trade is not good. <laughs> I think that's still a bad, very bad trade for Anthony. He's, after he's gotten them, he's scored like 5, 4, 8, 4, 2 rough <laughs> yeah lock it not looking good without russ yeah gotta free this man free this man lock it is locked up <laughs> absolutely all right john i have gone first for the last few so i want to give you a chance to talk about these teams who is your number three team uh my number three team's quinn nice quinn's soft dick um with uh, with another good week. Uh, keep in mind, he had to play Marlon Mack, so he essentially just played with seven players this week. Um, and he still scored... Marlon Mack. <laughs> he still scored 115. He was another person hit by the buys, but who cares if you have buys when you have the Matthew Stafford-Cooper Cup connection? So sad. Yeah, that'll do it. So sad. Getting 69 points from that connection. Nice, Quinn. He's uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's more than half his points, and he got it. Uh, Jalen Waddle looking good with Tua uh, out there, of course. I mean, the rest of his team pretty much did nothing besides like a James Conner touchdown. You'd, you just needed Stafford Cup uh, on the bye week of like all your good players, basically. So another person I'm jealous of that they got to win in, in this insanely bad week for them. But yeah, Quinn's yeah, still good. Yeah, extremely impressive. Yeah, and he's yeah, back. Quinn he's isn't back. My... Remember, we had this guy all the way down to like six or five, both of us. So like... Yeah, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. <laughs> we called him out. He had two losses in a row. Yeah. Hopefully, I bounce back the same way Quinn did, but we'll see. Um, yeah, this Cooper Cup Matthew Stafford thing needs to slow down. I'm sick of it. 
He's got Houston this week, mm. and I'm playing him. Mm. I'm not looking forward to that. It's over. They, that is not going to be fun. They might I think s- it's over. They might score 100 by themselves. They really might. <laughs> Cooper Cup's going to have about six touchdowns, yeah. and oh, it's going to be awful. But, no, nah, this is a good team. Uh, he, he had Eckler and Elliott on bye. Those are two top five, at least top eight running backs in the league. And he had him on by and still won. Mm-hmm. Got to give him props to that. That's why he's back in the top three. Quinn is an absolute contender in this league. It, it, it's really cool to see. Um, I was thinking about this earlier when you were talking. It, it's amazing how we went from last year where, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of chalked up every week. I was playing in three leagues. In this, this league, most weeks, I was like, well, at least I'm going to win one. In this year... I, I do not feel that way about this league at all. Same. I'm like, well, dang, I could very easily go 0-3 today, and that would suck, yeah. Like, no matter who I'm playing. Yeah. And so Quinn is the perfect example of why Dynasty is fun. Like, It feels cool to root for him. Just not this week, Quinn. You're still number three. Yeah, it definitely feels cool to root for, for someone like that rebuilding. Yeah, no, I... I agree. This year's definitely different. I mistakenly bought tickets to Dune in the middle of the fantasy football uh, games this week, thinking like, oh, I'm facing Charlotte this week. I could go see a movie. I, I was wrong. <laughs> Not to be. <laughs> um, what am I at? Number two? Number two. Uh, Chris is number two. Holy cow, you're putting a four and three team at number one. Yeah, because I have I'm the best I'm doing the same team. thing, though. I, I have the best team. I hate this. I hate that I'm four and three. Um, <laughs> but Chris, Chris uh, clearly still has a really good team and is right up there with me. I mean, he's battling battling me for points for he's the closest. Um, he's the top of the standings because I have some fluke losses that I hate. But... Um, yeah, uh, still a really good team. I mean, don't look at the bottom of his lineup. He had to start Devonta Smith and, and uh, Mike Davis this week. Uh, he also got hit by the buys, clearly, and Barkley injury and all that stuff. Uh, he'll obviously be back once uh, C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson. All these, God, why did they, What? Did, I don't understand. How? Why is this bye week the worst bye week of all time? Like it was happened? the worst bye week of all time. I don't understand. There's like six buys, but I feel like there's been six buys before for sure. I don't know why this one felt it's just because they were all good offenses. Yeah, yeah, this is just rough. Ugh. Gross. Yeah, Chris still good. Uh, no, I I agree. Chris has been pretty awesome. Uh, Swift is nuts. I have him number by the way. two as well. Swift is nuts. Yes, I was going to talk about Swift. He's. It's not even he's he's not running the ball that great. Let's look at his yards per carry. It, it's really it's not. I mean, yeah, I've, I've, he's had games with like ten plus carries and he's averaging less than two yards. But the receptions, holy cow! This this guy knows what he's looking for. He gets receiving backs, and I didn't think Swift would get that level of receptions. Um, so props to Chris for knowing that, I guess. He, he made the trade. He made a shot. Uh, gave up Williams in a first to get this guy, and it paid off. I, I'm i impressed. Um, so Chris is putting together a hell of a year again. Um, he's got a little bit of disappointment down his bench with guys that, you know, you think we're, we're going to do a little bit better. But it doesn't matter because he has so much depth. So 
here's Chris uh, at five and two, back in first place in the league, and number two in my power rankings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still a still a very good team and scary team. Uh, but yeah, I I'm at number one. I lost, obviously. I'm four and three, obviously. <laughs> but this is a week with like half of my starting lineup. Actually, technically more than half of my starting lineup out. Five. Five of uh, five of these players in my starting lineup were not people I would usually start. AJ Brown, obviously, is technically like my number nine guy. Maybe I don't know. It's between him, Mike Williams, and Mike Evans. So I don't know right now. I'm like deciding between that right now. Um, so technically, you're the worst. Technically, I, I had five people out. I still scored the second most amount of points. Um, I hate looking at this dead zone, Brandon Cooks and AJ Green at the bottom of my lineup because I'm like, God, if one person was off by, like I could have won this game easily. Um, and and if I put CJ Ozoma in instead of thinking, oh, there's a chance Waller might play, um, because I definitely would have liked Ozoma over Mo Alley Cox for sure. Also, hey, Mo Alley Cox had a good game. He did, he did. But I would have played Ozoma over Mo Alley Cox probably if I had to choose between the two. Don't disrespect Gigantor. I love that guy. Um, also, Bateman. He's big, by the way. Bateman's uh, looking pretty nice his first two games too. So um, I'm like, he is. He's getting good yardage. Um, you are also my number one, John. Despite four and three, you do have the best starting lineup in this league when healthy. This team is terrifying to look at if you're uh, staring down the other end of the shotgun barrel because you see Josh Allen and you're like, oh, God, that's that's a tough start. And then you go, Derrick Henry, great, nice. Henry. Okay, well, what do we got next? He has two quarterbacks? That's yeah. unfair. That's what people would say, right? Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> Dalvin <laughs> Cook. Damn it. Well, his wide receivers must be bad, right? Oh, no, A.J. Brown's back. He had 133 yards and a touchdown this week. So, in Mike Evans, oh, this guy's inconsistent. He's on the Bucks, right? Three touchdowns. I miss you, Mike. Yeah. I miss you a lot. Um, yeah, this team is really good. It's number one despite, yes, you have had a bit of uh, bad luck this year. You're still clearly in the playoff picture and still a favorite to win this league, so... You still have a great team. It's terrifying. Nobody wants to play you, and you're getting to an easier part of the schedule. Well, at least this week, and then uh, big matchup for Chris. You'll roll out a win this week, and then you get Chris. Big <laughs> probably matchup. maybe game of the year. Yeah, that one's exciting. Uh, they still sleeper has Ryan Tannehill in my starting lineup for that matchup, and I might do it. Might throw him in there. <laughs> you're gonna keep it. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it it is a. It is jammed. I, I think I'm a little bit um, like the bear said about Michigan State before this week. You know who the bear is on ESPN? Uh, no. Oh, okay. He's their um, betting guy. Hmm. And they asked him, like, so Big Ten East, you think there are any frauds? And they were, like, going down. They're like, obviously, there's Ohio State, there's Penn State, there's Michigan, Michigan State. He goes, well, you know, um, yeah, Michigan State's had two games they could have lost, so um, – but the other three are really good. Oh, <laughs> oh. I was so pissed. I was so pissed. Mm. And then um, they were like, so you're saying they're frauds? And he's like, I think the other teams are a cut above. Okay, Bear. 
We didn't go and lose to Illinois at home, my friend. <laughs> That's some Penn State trash talk for yeah. you. I'm not trash talking Michigan next week, uh, this week. And t- until we get a chance, until we've uh, played, I'm not trash talking them. Yeah. Uh, I'm too scared. <laughs> they, they're pretty damn good. Yeah, it's... Anyway, I, I don't know where I was going with that. Let's get on to the picks. <laughs> All right, week eight. Wow, we got some uh, we got some fun matchups here, but let's start with the boring matchups. Um, me versus which ones Nick. are the boring matchups? Me versus Nick. I think that's pretty. Boring. Oh yeah, that's a boring one. Nick by a landslide with, with Lamar Jackson on by. Yeah, Jalen Hurts plays Detroit though, so you know that's oh, at least eighty. Dang, Jalen Hurts is good this year. What the hell? I have not been paying attention. To this yeah, year. he's very good. I have him in a league, and their team is terrible, but he does a lot for fantasy. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so that that won't matter, I guess. Uh, but besides... <laughs> besides, No, it doesn't matter. You're going to landslide him. You have your lineup back. So, yep, you're going to win. True. I'll win. I'll, I'll say it now. I'm, I'm excited to have my lineup back again. I hate cheering for Brandon Cooks on the Houston Texans with Davis Mills as his quarterback. I'm done with it. I'm done. Watching Davis Mills play play quarterback in general is pretty tough. Yeah, that's one of the toughest things I've I've, I've probably seen this year for sure. I get why you went to see Dune. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I could have watched the Titans. The Titans did nothing in the second half versus the Kansas City Chiefs. They didn't score at all, by the way, which sucked. That was terrible, yeah. considering I started two Chiefs. Um, <laughs> let's go to Jack Reith versus Tank Man. In uh, what I think is going to be another lopsided one. I'm going to go with uh, Jack to win this game. Oh, man. Wait, Jerry, is Jerry Judy back? Jerry Judy's back. Jerry Judy's back. <laughs> oh, boy, Tom. I th- and Tom's playing it. Tom, I told you, you got to stop tanking. This is it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Tom's back. Tom's going to win. <laughs> Screw it. Take him in. Take him in an upset. Honestly, you got... Burrow Chase versus the Jets. Oh boy! The Jets. Oh boy! This could be a tank. Chase man is going upset. for sixty. Oh boy! And yeah, this is just. Ugh. Uh, Dom does have good matchups. Upset. This could be an up. I think this will be close. I do. I think this could be a close game here. Uh, I'm trying to look at uh, Jack's matchups. Take man. J- DJ Morgan's Atlanta's nice. Jonathan Taylor against Tennessee might be nice, but Tennessee's defense has been Tank pretty man. locked down. Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams, he sucks without Devontae Adams, right? Uh, yeah. He probably is also going to get COVID because uh, he kissed. He's probably also going to get it, so he's not playing. Yeah. Um, Which means it's Dak. No, nah, so I'll still go Jack on this one. But I, I think Tank Man. Coward. I think Tank Man could pull out the upset here for sure. I don't know why they're projecting him so low here. This guy. Oh wait, it's because they're project, projecting Jack at like one thirty nine. Yeah, that's why. His team's that good. It's not. Um, okay, let's go with Alex versus Charlie. In what's going to be an exciting game? Alex still has Zach Wilson and uh, Hollywood Brown in his lineup versus Charlie, who is still playing Kenyon Drake. <laughs> So I like this. We still we have similar we have week. similar managers here. You know they don't they don't set their lineup till a little bit later in the week for sure. Exactly, exactly. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. 
I don't think Charlie gets two in a row. Give me Alex. Ooh, Upset. Upsets. Dude, I, th- I kind of agree. I think... Yeah, Charlie's team's just been super inconsistent, obviously, this year. So, um, And outside of that long touchdown pass, DK Metcalf had one catch. Uh, Geno Smith's, like, just bad. So... He's not good. No. Yeah, I would wor- I would be worried about Metcalf every week and how good he's going to do. Who does he have back? Left Bell on by for Charlie? Yeah, that's a big one. Oh, yeah. Left <laughs> Bell. Uh, RB1. He's got Cooper back in a, what should be a tough Sunday night matchup against Minnesota. Should be a fun one. Cole Beasley is back. That's huge for, for Charlie, obviously. So integral. Is Gronk ever going to come back for this man? No, Gronk's dead. Okay. Um, doesn't matter because Tanyan's here. Yeah, I think I think Charlie will. I'll, I'll go opposite of you. I think Charlie's going to win. With so cowardly. Holly, Hollywood Brown out. Yeah, come on. That's Alex's heart and soul. Hollywood is pretty great. All right, I'm going with my matchup versus Quinn next. Um, I think I have tough matchups. I, I don't know if Kadarius Tony's going to play. That would be a huge loss which because that would mean I have to start – I don't know, either Dearness Johnson or Rondale Moore, who is extremely inconsistent. So I'm going with uh I'm going with Quinn. Probably pretty easily too. Yeah, this one's uh Yeah, if Michael's team wasn't as banged up, obviously no Devontae Adams, Gibson with a with an injury, but they won't report report the injury or anything and they'll still play him. Um Yeah, I think I, I think I'll go with Quinn, as we mentioned earlier. Uh the the Rams are facing the Houston Texans, so this should be Quinn's Quinn's match to lose matchup to lose here. Like he he should win for sure. All right, and then game of the week. I think we got to go with Anthony versus Chris in uh, two five and two teams playing for probably first place in the league. Um, you know, potentially depending on what Quinn and Jack do. But these are two really good teams. Uh, Mahomes, I think, is going to bounce back. You have Najee and Cleveland playing against each other. So Chubb and Harris. Chubb is back. Anthony is back to kind of to full strength. And he's got Herbert in. Um, it's going to be a really interesting game. I'm going to go with Anthony. I'm going with the uh, projections. I don't know why. I just think he's going to. I think he's going to do it this week. Pull off the upset and beat Chris. Well, Chris has got to get Barkley out of his lineup because it says right here in the latest news that they just don't think he's going to play. So get him out of here. Um, let's. Then who does he go with? Who does he go with? That's the question. I'm scrolling down. Kenneth now. Gainwell. Oh, that would be rough. That would be pretty tough. That's what I'm saying. Brandon Ayuk, the, the Kittle killer. No, you need a running back. You've got to play a running back. Oh shoot, he doesn't have running backs in his flex. Oh, that's no. rough. That's rough. Jacobs is on by. That's rough. Yeah, you got to start. Put in Darius Geis. Do it, Chris. Honestly, Gainwell, if um, Sanders might be injured again, Gainwell might be a good start. Mike, He's fine, but you look my, at the other side of the coin. Mike Davis that's why I got to go with Anthony. Oh, Mike Davis did not. Yeah, pretty average. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, that that is a huge part, especially in games like this. And Anthony, is Anthony missing anyone in his lineup? I think this looks pretty, looks pretty good. I, I don't, I don't think he has anyone on buy, right? No. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, Anthony's at full strength. Um, 
Uh, only, yeah, yeah. I think I think Anthony probably wins it this week. That's that's a huge, huge uh, deal for Chris. I would say to to not have that running back, and he's really helping out for Saquon, but it does not look likely. So that's gonna be rough. He's either gonna have to pick someone up or start Gainwell, which is bad. So I'm going. Not Anthony. great. I'm going Anthony. Cool, big, big pick. Yeah. Well, gang, this was a uh, another. Uh, we we came back. We had therapy hour. <laughs> we got a little excited for fantasy again. I'm probably gonna lose, so at least you'll have one excited co-host next week. I hope so. Um, <laughs> we will see. But to be fair, I will take the loss in fantasy if uh, another one of my teams, not fantasy wise, not named the Packers a football team that will be playing Saturday at 12 o'clock Eastern time on college game day on the big noon kickoff on the barstool kickoff. <laughs> if that team that wears green is able to win on Saturday, I will come onto this show with a smile on my face. <laughs> even if I score 50 points, <laughs> let's go. I, I can't wait. Uh, I hope it happens. I'm, I'm with you, Michael on that note. Let's go get them. Yeah. See ya.